hot? All right, we're hot. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Another week here with your boys. Let's just kick off the episode the way we should start it, man. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Don't Be Mad podcast, your weekly dose of three homies just kicking back, talking about weekly events and the shit that drives us off the wall and grinds our gears. I'm your boy, Matthew, here with, as always, Jason, chilling as usual. Molly, I'm just here. All right, guys, it's good to see you. You know, uh, start off checking out the mental health. How you guys been? How's the week been treating you? Same as usual, man. I'm good. I can't complain. You're so enthusiastic. I love it. I survived, didn't I? You sur- <laughs> I'm still here. <laughs> when you're at a point of just being happy and made it to the end, yeah, yeah, you got to switch it up, man. One There's, of those weeks. Something's missing, man. Something's missing. It's coming soon. Like it's a coming soon. Yeah, I had a good week, man. It, was, it wasn't too bad. It was, you know, not so much stress. You know, last week, I feel like we all had like a real stressful week, took it out on each other, which is okay. Oh, yeah. This week, you we're... Can see it in the, you can hear it in the, pod, the previous podcast. <laughs> yeah, duh. <laughs> Yeah, no, this week was good. Even though, like, it's getting colder and, like, the sun's not even staying out as much as usual, which really fucking sucks. Overall, it, was, uh, it wasn't that bad. You know, today, it's it's Friday. It's been raining, like, torrential showers out there. Kind of shitty. Yeah, it is. <laughs> but whatever, man. We'll grind it through into the weekend. Yeah. Should we get into some talk-ups or anything you guys want to talk about? No, let's get to it. Get to it. So enthusiastic, up. I love it. <laughs> no comments. <laughs> Not even a hurrah, let's do this. Like, no, come no, on. No. I gotta be the one. All right. Uh, let's start with some Cat Williams. Let's go. All right. What's your take on him? Well, let's, uh, let's lead in the story, you know? This week, Cat Williams was on a radio show in Atlanta where he spoke to Wanda Smith. Red Grant and uh, I can't remember the guy's name. Frank. It's a Frank. Yeah, Frank Smith something. Uh, Smack, uh, Frank and Wonder Show. Or Wonder yeah, Frank. Right. he wasn't important. He just laughed the whole time. Yeah. Uh, we're basically like Cat Williams was being his, his typical self, I would say. No. Well, I, have my, I have my point on it, but no. No, I think he was being his typical self. Like, but let's continue off your with, story. Like, the roasting, you know, like basically like there's a lot of back and forth that was going on between him and Wanda Smith. Right. He's like talking about her, her like hair and we're like, but honestly, like she like watching the video and like how it was going down. She antagonized yeah, the she, whole she was taking jazz. Interview. She was taking jazz, which is like to me, it's like, okay, like they're all comedians. So it's like, you know, like when you're a certain type of comedian, like you're going to take shots here or there. Like it's just kind of part of what you do. Like a little banter goes a long way, yeah. especially on the radio, you know? Exactly. But you could tell, like, at a certain point, like, Kat was just getting, like, just completely annoyed with it and just, like, started digging into her and, like, really, like, going in on her. <laughs> like, when he was talking about, like, how, like, what he cooks for his kids and then asked her what she cooks and she's like, I make a good broccoli. <laughs> <laughs> you have to do a broccoli and feed it up. <laughs> That's the only thing you have to do. Which I was just like... At certain points of the interview, I'm like, yo, you're just teeing it up for him at this point. Like, you're not even, like, trying to protect yourself. And she's not funny. <laughs> she's not funny. Because if she's funny or not, it's just like, don't set yourself up for disaster. You but know? I also think she probably just wanted to, you know, Cat Williams, because he's been in a bad light for the longest while. Yeah. I just, you know, I think it's for the audience benefit of just showing that he's still funny. He's still quick with it. I think it was probably not staged, but I think it was done purposefully in a way. Yeah, I mean, like, because... At the same time, like, we know Cat Williams to be a guy who's, like, good at the roasting and things like right. that. Like, he, he's very quick on his feet, which is one of the reasons we love his comedy, you know? Exactly. Like, he just, he has that kind of, like, charisma about him that 
you know like he's on point every time so as like their exchanges were going back and forth it, like it at a certain point i was looking at juan and just thinking like did you not expect him to like hit so hard at you like when you made these comments or like, what were you expecting him to say or just like back down or like shrivel up like it's cat williams for christ's sake but i think she expected it and that's why she continued putting <laughs> herself in the line of fire i don't think she took it personal oh yeah she did you, uh, you, you don't think she took it personal jamal you, you don't watch her show and this is a do lot you not know what happened <laughs> after no i didn't follow i didn't go through it well after like because there's another section of this okay. that we're going to talk about but like after that whole roasting that happened with wanda the show that they were pretty much promoting him in red grant <coughs> When they got to the show, Wanda came with, like, her husband and apparently, like, two of her sons, and her husband pulled a gun on Cat Williams. Word. Yeah. Wanda's, uh, and Wanda's uh, husband's some 6'3", dude. Yeah. 300 dude is like, pound. He's no small A bit dude. shorter than me, but brolic as fuck. That, that guy's a bitch. <laughs> and he, Cat Williams is, what, 5'6"? Like, bro, we already seen Cat Williams wet. get manhandled by a 14-year-old. Why you exactly. gotta pull a gun, bro? You're a and, bitch. And that's awesome. I'm like, yo, if you're 6'3", like... 250 260 and you're walking up to like little cat women who we've seen get mauled by a varsity junior <laughs> like why the fuck are you pulling a gun on this dude whether no. he steps to you or not like like what what did you think you're accomplishing no, here because the thing is wanda smith's a failed comedian everyone knows it and a lot of comedians that go on a show in the morning either get canceled that means they get no pub in the morning because the morning time for comedians that's when everyone's up everyone's listening to the radio that's when you can get the message out and she cancels a lot of comedians in the morning. So she says, oh, come on the show, come on the show, and then cancel them. So they're not getting any pub in the morning time for their show, their local show that they're having mm. the weekend. And she's very mean to comedians. She bullies them. And every, all the comedians that know Cat Williams. Well, you can say the same thing about Charlamagne at times. He bullies people. Huh? Charlamagne. The people always <laughs> yeah, but Charlamagne, Charlamagne is not the type to like, to like, book you for an interview, then cancel it. Yeah. Or no, do I anything get that like point. that. But that's yeah, what she Yeah, but he does. made little mama cry, though. Huh? <laughs> he made little mama cry. Look, little he apologized for, for that. We all know that situation. It's little mama cried for herself. Let's leave that. I love Charlemagne though. Don't get it twisted. But but yeah, Wanda Wanda she yeah she's a failed comedian. Everyone knows she's not funny. And Cat Williams said that yeah he said he said he's selling out Phillips Arena and she's selling out a little comedy theater. <laughs> so it's like it's two different things. No, it just killed me when he was talking about her wig, and he was like, "Did the headphones come with the wig?" <laughs> no, this dude said, "He's like only one of our hair is moving right now." <laughs> we're talking. <laughs> and his dude said, Yo, he, he, said <laughs> "He said you can't tell me to calm down. If you can't bring your blood pressure down, you can't tell me to." Calm Yo, like no, the fact when he was like, "You're dude. big on radio," I was like, "Oh come on, that's low, man. That is low." Talking but it's about Williams, wig, bro. Though. But that's what you have to expect from Cat yeah, Williams. That's the thing. It's like if you're going to take shots at Cat Williams, you got to be prepared to take them shots back. You that's know. That's why I. That's why my impression of it was like, yo, she knew what she was doing mm -mm. clearly. Mm -mm. No, she thought she did until. <laughs> it's like when keeping it real goes wrong. No, because she was sick. That's she was what it was. All the jail stuff. That, yeah, about Cat like, Williams oh, and stuff like been, that. Like you went to jail 19 times, or, or like been to prison. Like the only thing you could tell us about is prison. He's like, no, I've never been to prison. 19 felony convictions, but ne uh, felonies, but never been convicted. And he's like, get your facts straight. There's in between jail and prison. I was like, it's kind of got you there. <laughs> that reminded me of a Dawson situation <laughs> that we both are part of. <laughs> me? Yeah. I'll tell you off. Well, tell me off air because I. Yeah. That, was, that, that reminded me of that day. Not clicking at the moment. It was so funny. But the main thing from this interview that came out was when he was talking about Tiffany Haddish. Right. And essentially, like, he made a comparison of how, well, first. 
this happened early in the interview where he was basically just like bigging up himself and his numbers and saying like all the accolades he had saying he has the most special of any comedian living or dead which isn't true that's not true because george carlin alone has i, I believe like 14 more than he does or whatever but then like talking about how like his ticket sales were like 2.4 million which isn't true because like that basically was saying like he sells more than like Beyonce and Jay Z concerts. Clearly, which, which is impossible. Absolutely not. It's probably the totality of his thing because no. what he said is kind of true. If he's saying from like the start of his career up till now that he had two point four million, though. but no, he said on his last tour it was two point four million. I don't million. know that, but but he definitely not. He did say he, it was on his last tour. Yeah, because he, was because in, he said on his last tour yeah. he did two point four million. Because what he's what he's alluding to is the Netflix thing with Monique. Yeah. Because Monique, and this is true, Netflix for comedians. They only offer you a certain amount of money for your ticket sales. So no, that's not what they do. No, that's yes. not what, that's they, not what do. they do. No, that's what but like, do. like, <laughs> I, like, if you watch a Kevin Hart interview, because he just got a forty million dollar deal from them. Yeah, and he has two special, and what he said relatively makes sense. It as a from a business perspective. It's all like, about your brand. Yeah, it's all about your brand. Like, who yeah, but, your relevance but Kevin as Hart, well. Kevin Hart sells out Madison Square Garden and all these places. But so he, he, of he actually get that deal. pulled up his numbers and he said his last world, uh, I don't know if it was a world tour, just his last tour. Was 1.3 million. He sold 1.3 million, 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 yeah. Which is comparable to Jay-Z and Jay, Beyonce yeah, tour numbers. Just, so I don't yeah. know what they're doing with Cat because and all of his he specials. he got 40 million for the two specials he's going to be putting out on right. Netflix. Because Cat million is, Cat Million's specials are all on Netflix. Yeah. So I don't know, I don't know if they're talking about his totality of his career or or no, whatever thing. If it's just totally going from what sense. he said, from what he said, he said his last tour, two point so four million. Then no, you wouldn't get that much yeah, people. Which isn't true. But if it's his, his totality, it makes it kind of makes sense. Though. But what but I then like, if that was the totality, then you Kevin Hart numbers would be stupid. Yeah. But Netflix is not going to give you. They're not going to give you. But it's not, million. not doing Netflix. It's about his tour yeah. numbers. That's what you're saying. Exactly. And it's essentially like, it's because Kevin Hart was breaking it down and he was basically saying like, they're not going to give you something if they know they're not going to get anything in return. Like it, it's the basic business model. So when you look at somebody like a Kevin Hart who has the numbers to show, yeah, I've been doing like multiple tours and in the last few years, he's been on Forbes list, yeah. whether at one of the top days, but always in the top 10, whereas Cat Williams isn't. Yeah. And he was basically like, these are all things. Like he kept saying it in in the Breakfast Club interview. You can Google Verify. all these things. Yeah. Like it's all there. Like the numbers are there. You can't lie about them. Everything he was bringing up, he was like, you can't lie about these things. But so, also too, just before you continue, but even for the Netflix deal, like what Cat Williams was trying to do was his content that's on Netflix wasn't created for Netflix. Yeah, it was previously content that he had. Yeah, that Netflix probably paid him a licensing deal or whatever he, they paid him for i don't think netflix actually gave him a deal for his own stand-up no they have, yeah. well, no, they have they to pay him now because they he have does have him. one that's coming out one's coming but out, that yeah. specific one, one. is the one anything, that netflix anything has. that's on netflix that's his content he's he's getting royalties from right, it. yeah he'll get royalties they from it like he'll get the, the streaming royalties yeah. from it but what it is essentially is what he was trying to say is he owns all of his specials and that any money that anybody who uses his special they pay him first which for the ones that he does own, it's true, but he doesn't actually own every single one like he, he was saying in the right. interview. And basically, Kevin Hart in The Breakfast Club, because the reason he was coming so hard was because the attacks were aimed at Tiffany Haddish, who obviously is his co-star in, in the movie Night School. Night School yeah. And the whole time it was like, yo, you came for her, and that's why I'm going to lay out all these facts, because you were basically saying a bunch of fiction. You know, and he just laid it out like, I'll tell you what the business is. I'll tell you what the metrics are. I'll tell you why someone like Tiffany Haddish 
can get a special, can get these shows, can make these appearances compared but to someone like Cat Williams. The, the, the thing is, and if Hakeem was here, he would probably tell you guys the same thing too. Comedy thing is, it's a world of envy. So, for example, you, like a comedian's been doing it for years on end. Years, years, years. But then you have someone who just comes in and like blows up. The whole thing with like Kevin Hart and Michael Blackson. They both started around the same time. But Kevin Hart just took off. Let's think even Kevin Hart addressed that. And but yeah. But, but he was saying how he listed out a bunch of people who don't share this idea of envy. And it's like people that are literally at the top and what they did for the people coming up below them. Mm -hmm. How they built up their brand and what Kevin Hart is essentially doing now with his Heartbeat Productions or Heartbeat Media. Yeah. Is essentially like all the fame and glory that he's gotten he's giving it back like he's helped out rel oh yeah he's, no, he's helped, helped out, out tiffany other like the amount of yeah. people that he's basically giving it back to the fact that like whenever he goes on tour he has like the uh the red the solo cup boys or red, red cup boys red cup boys who are always on tour with or them plastic cup boys yeah whatever. something like that like they're always on tour because his thing is giving it up to like the next people you know and, and basically bigging up those that came or coming after him and he was saying how the way cat williams is acting is and he made a mention of uh, Mike Epps as well because two of them had the same moment of opportunity when Next Friday came out. Right. But both of them squandered their opportunity because they had that mentality of anybody that was jumping up ahead of them, rather than bigging them up for their accomplishment, they were shooting them down. That's a jealousy thing. Comedy thing is a jealousy But it's not a jealousy thing, thing because... No, you, you can't say comedy is. is a jealousy because it's not the whole of comedy that right. feels that way. Especially when you have these examples of... Seinfeld, Kevin Hart, your Bill Burrs, for example, right. like guys who are big-name comedians. Lopez never who are had any yeah, George Lowe, like these big-name people who are constantly bringing up younger, new, up-and-coming guys with them and giving them a platform, giving them shows, giving them opportunities in movies. You can't say, when you see these prominent figures doing that in comedy, it's an envy thing. Like, it's not. No, and it's also... It's very... Like, that envy idea is very specific to Cat Williams. No, but, it's, no, it's, but it's in comedy. is a personal shit. I don't think you could... Put a whole industry in the bracket yeah, and say this exactly. is why. Dude, you can. Exactly. You cannot. Yeah, no. You can. You can't because even the Michael Blackson thing, he explained it. He's like, I was only upset with Michael Blackson because he knows me personally. Exactly. It was like he could and, have called and he me even and said, spoke like, to they, me. Once and that came cool out, now. they had a conversation. And they're good. But why? Why good. would Michael Blackson come up with something like that? It's jealousy, because, man. No, Michael Blackson was talking and making reference to something. Or rumor that was out there with the whole him cheating on his wife shit. But yeah, you don't talk about that stuff. Why would you? Why would you bring? If that's your friend, why would you bring that up? I don't know. I don't know why he would bring it up. He hadn't talked to dude in years. Then again, like I'm saying, that's a specific example. That's right. not a culture that's in comedy. But also too, let's keep that in perspective. That what Kevin Hart was addressing on the Breakfast Club was the fact that. You know, he was saying like black actors are saying they need more opportunities, more diversity, more diversity and all that. They don't want to be typecast and all this stuff. And he's out there doing that. And why is Kev why is, you know, Cat Williams going out of the way to attack people who didn't do nothing to him, essentially? Yeah. But Cat Williams, like I said it's jealousy. Cat Williams was there. He was he. Well, yeah, he, he I, was there. I can say I it's jealousy you on that. by Cat Williams. I can say that. Yeah. I wouldn't say it's the jealousy is a culture and comedy. I wouldn't say that. No. Trust me, dog. I see a lot of comedians jealous of each other. That's why there's that's why there's joke the joke thefts. That's why there's fight. That why do you think we haven't seen Carlos? Well, plagiarism and. And envy. And, I, I wouldn't. And if you listen plagiarism to, is plagiarism. I wouldn't categorize that as envy. Listen to Joe Rogan. He's gonna say exactly the same thing. There's, it's just pure jealousy. And this is why he almost killed Carlos Mencia. That's why you haven't seen Carlos Mencia. He heard. He was like, 
Yeah, wait, Carlos Mysterio was plagiarizing jokes. Stealing jokes. And dude was like, dude, don't do this. He got pissed off. Because it's like, you can't take someone's hard-earned jokes, which is their hard-earned work, and start profiting off their work. But yeah, and, and, like and I get that. Like, not arguing what plagiarism is. But that's not jealousy, but, Yeah, that's not jealousy. If I steal if you your work... jokes, is because you're jealous of how good they're doing because you can't come up no, with yourself. No, it's just a lack no, of creativeness. It's, yeah, it's, it's me being a lazy comedian and yeah. thinking I can get away with your work. Nah, I think it's, <laughs> I think it's a jealousy thing. Because if I'm, if I'm jealous of someone, I'm, I wouldn't go into their footsteps and, like, emulate them. Exactly. You wouldn't want to use I, them as an example. You know how I know it's a jealousy thing? Because before Kevin Hart was famous, we, before he got where he is right now, he was on the Foxhole radio show with, with Jamie Foxx when Jamie Hot Foxx was, was big. They were dissing this dude. They were being mean to him. Like, mean to this dude for a whole time. Hey, who? To Kevin Hart. Okay. And Kevin Hart said this joke to, said this joke to him. Well, I bet if everyone knew who, who did your hair, they will <laughs> lift up your Caesar. They would see what's under there. And Jamie Foxx got so pissed. People said who was there and said, he just looked angry. He was playing it off as nice, but he was angry. And ever since that day, Jamie Foxx has been trying to push down Kevin Hart. Because he saw Kevin Hart coming up. But I don't see that as jealousy. It right. is jealousy. You're trying no, to stop that, someone's career from growing. That's basically you trying to sabotage someone. That's not because you're jealous of them. That's because you're actually like Why embarrassed by what they said about you. No, but he's been he's been trying to do it from like the longest time. He's been trying to do it. Even before that whole blow up thing, he's been trying to do it. And you know what happened? Kevin Hart bought his radio station. Kevin Hart owns. But I really think you're, you're mixing up like envy. Yeah. And like, uh, I don't want to say hater. Because that's not essentially what it is. It's like he a essentially is trying to like, yeah, it's bitterness. It's like blackballing. It's it's trying to sabotage. Like that's not necessarily a envy. He I got a, like they were roasting each other back and forth. He got a roast on him that hit him hard. Yeah. And from there, he just doesn't fuck with Kevin Hart. Cool. But I wouldn't say that's jealousy. Like, you know, you're just but a hater. Jamie Foxx like personally a hater at that point. He doesn't go out publicly and, you know, try to defame him or you know yeah. do anything to bring down the value of his brand like, like whenever something good happens for kevin hart you don't hear jamie fox like downplaying it but jamie fox has jamie fox is, is on the, the spiral he, we haven't heard only for them this stupid movie that comes with robin hood or whatever Dude, he's about to is. play mike tyson huh he's about to play mike tyson i, I wouldn't say he's on the spiral i don't want to see that shit what you, what i don't see that you wouldn't Jamie want Fox. to see Jamie Foxx as Mike Tyson? I, if I want to see Mike Tyson, I would see Mike on. Tyson. You bugging. Jamie Foxx, number one, is an amazing actor. Uh, yeah, like, he's, he's one of, like, the premier talents that we have today. He was in Spider-Man. He was in Stealth. He's going to be in the stupid Yeah, Robin he Hood also thing. played Ray, which won him an Oscar. Like, right. okay. like he did an about? amazing like, job has, Ray. He's a comedian. He's a singer. Musician. He's, yeah. This is he's like, a musician. He's an, one of the amazing actor like the When's dude the has jamie special when's the last song did he come out with regardless of if he's doing if he's doing movies i don't think he really needs to like step into like the comedy thing like right. he used comedy to get to this next step right it's the same way like the rock used football to get into wwe and then wwe to get into movies and acting right like you use one thing to get to the next once you get to a certain plot like step you if you don't need to go back to the other thing like why would you right when was the last time Ludacris dropped music? You know what I mean? Yeah. He's still a rapper. He's still... He you know, was a you, you flip rapper. your game. Right? So... I mean, like, you could be like, uh, who was it? Chris Tucker, who decided to do another stand-up comedy uh, special, and it was wretched. Yeah. 
where yeah, that's Netflix if he had pro- just he could have just stuck to acting and doing his like little roles. Even yeah. the acting is not even not even going good for him too. That's what I'm telling you. Yeah, but that that is somebody I could say is more on the spiral than a guy like Jamie Foxx. But I won't say those guys are on the spiral. Like I mean, you also have to think about these guys the longevity of their career. That too, right? They're getting older. They've they made enough play. money throughout their career that if they never want to do anything else again. Right. And they, they don't have, have new to. talents. Like these guys are not going to be the funny guy all the time. Like exactly. you know what I mean. They appeal to a different audience, and so forth. So obviously, you know, at some point in your career, you get pushed to not pushed to the side, but your demand for your presence is you know lessens all the time. I don't know. I think a lot of them give up very early, especially comedians. But that depends. Like Eddie Murphy could have kept on going with this shit, but he he stopped. But I mean, why would you? you well, yeah, because Eddie Murphy movies. as well. Like he's the person who holds the the record for most uh, money made from a special, special which is fifty, 50 mil. Million, yeah. But on top of that, like the dude made so many movies throughout the nineties that, and even in the the early two thousands, <coughs> he didn't need to do specials. But when did he get that fifty million? He, I think it was for either Raw or Delirious. But that was in like one in, of the the two, a- in the early 80s, right? In the late 80s. But so. then right after that, right after, especially after what, Delirious was the second one? Right. If I'm not mistaken, like right after that, it was just movie after movie. Like there wasn't a year that went by Bro, that he didn't do a movie. What, you, what do you think that 50 million back then is worth now? You know what I mean? That too. You know what I mean? Like, so I don't think... Like, Eddie like, Murphy isn't one of those guys who needs to make another movie, movie or needs yeah. to make a sound. The dude's made so much, much fucking mo- money yeah. that it's like, all right, like I've... My like my legacy is stapled in history. Like it's there. There's yeah, nothing sure. you can say about it. Next yeah. topic. I don't feel like it's a jealousy thing. No. All right. Uh, let's have a little celebration for the Cleveland Browns. The first time since the de- uh, December 2016, his team, our producer's team, Tyler. He's waving in the back. You guys the can't see. The team is the Browns. You're hey, proud to say that? Why You're not? You're proud man. to be a fucking Look, Chargers fan? I respect Tyler, okay? Yeah, he's, he's a one real. of those guys. He we were just having a great conversation That's about real, football. Bro. He doesn't have a team. He straight up doesn't have a team, doesn't know Jerry. He's just like he just wants to jump in. So I was like, dude, like just pick a team. And because of like the hype of the Browns, he was like, you know what? I'll pick the Browns. You, oh my God. You're but you know, no, I respect it because anybody He tricked could, you. He tricked you. No, I never told him who to pick. He made his choice of his own free will. <laughs> we were just having a conversation about football. But if he had asked, like, who's the best team in the league? And then decide to follow them. And like, I tell him, like, the Super Bowl winners of Philadelphia Eagles. Then And he decided, like, cool, pick yeah. them. Because he would've... never had a team. And he's deciding, like, this is his gateway into understanding football better. So you know what? You pick the Browns. Oh, my he God. He knows they're the worst team in the league. But I respect that. Because anybody could just go and grab like the best team or of like or a or team that's always in the top five, top ten, and be like, I'm gonna ride with these guys, and like, you know. But like, if you start with somebody at the bottom, there's only one place to go. <laughs> further down, no, you're, the you're at the bottom. There's as long as Philip Rivers no is in the down. league, he the doesn't have to worry about that. The bottom words have meaning. <laughs> Jamal, your jokes are all played so, out. So Tyler, proud of you. Keep cheering for the Browns. Get yourself a Baker Mayfield jersey. <laughs> Tyler, yeah. you. Tyler, you future have go, been future uh, Hall of Famer Baker Mayfield. You've been swindled, <laughs> my friend. You've been swindled. Hey, he's not a they Broncos won, fan. Like if he was a Broncos fan, I would have questioned yo, that shit. Exactly. If, if he came out and was like, "Yo, I'm cheering for Denver Broncos," you'd be like, "Yo, what the fuck? What'd yeah, you tell you? What'd you say?" Like still better than the Browns. <laughs> bro, it's not about being better, bro. Matthew cheers for the Magic's every year, and they go nowhere. We're garbage, babe. But we here. You know what I mean? You cheer for here. the Chargers, they go nowhere. I cheer for the Giants sometimes the to go somewhere. We're celebrating the you gotta Browns. You got to be a true fan. For getting their first win since December right 
2016. Yo, bro. If Proud it, of you guys. If, Want in amazing fashion. Baker Mayfield, future Hall of Famer. I wish he was a Bronco. Well, relax. You what might do you mean be. relax? It's not a future Hall of Famer. Future Hall of Famer, okay? Bro, why would you... First ballot. <laughs> <laughs> I, I bet you money Baker Mayfield wins a Super Bowl before your goddamn Chargers. I'll tell really you that right here, right now. We can really? shake on it. Really, the Browns? We right. can shake on it. Let's no, I said it. Baker Mayfield. Let's shake on it. Wins. No, I want to make sure you understand what we're betting on. No, I, Baker Mayfield wins a Super Bowl before your Chargers. Go ahead. Okay. Don't try to make it the Browns. I, I said like, Baker how, Mayfield. How much money are we talking? <laughs> how much money are we talking? Baker Mayfield's not going to last. I can tell you that already. I I introduced the bet. How much you want to put down? Huh? I'll put a thousand on it. A G? Yo. We have two witnesses. Yo, we got witnesses. They got this on Do tape. Do I have to worry witnesses. about the Browns? We got two witnesses. No. Not, not the, Browns. the Browns. Baker Mayfield. Mayfield. Baker Mayfield might not be there next year in the league, so I have no problem. He's a first round pick, okay. But how much? How much? How many busts have there been? Let's put a. Well, let's I mean, put, there's a big bus playing for, for the Chargers right. right now. Future Hall of Famer. I mean, if you continue to play the way you played, I mean, I, I don't see oh, why not. Buddy. Baker Mayfield's wait. not going to win anything. Bro, neither is Philip Rivers, and you cheer for him. So stop hating, <laughs> bro. Philip Rivers been in the it's league for how long? <laughs> I'm oh, sorry. The, I'm sorry. The year we were supposed to win, we lost against the cheating Patriots team. I'm sorry. He can't beat the cheaters. Well, I mean, I'm sorry. sorry. We beat them twice. Huh? We beat them twice. Not the year they won. Not the year <laughs> they won the Super Bowl. Twice. Not the year they we, won the Super Bowl. Yo, we fuck up their perfect season. You forgot that? We're not going down this road. But I'm, we're not going this down. This is to celebrate the Browns. <laughs> Browns. You see, no one they even cares about. We're talking about other stuff than, than the Browns. You keep diverting. Yeah. Because he's I'm a hater, bro. Because you know what? That first half, I was watching the game, and I'm just like, this shit is going nowhere. Like, it was a travesty of football on both sides for both teams. It was horrible. Then Baker comes in. Two terrible teams. Shut up. I'm talking. Baker comes in, <laughs> and he just electrifies. He does what we know he can fucking Yawn. do. And he kills it. Yawn. Kills it for his team. Gives them mm -hmm. the win, okay? You say, young but you gotta give credit where credit is due. One, one, and one. Hey, man, I'm I'm proud of them, man. Oh please, <laughs> <laughs> yo. Honestly, with the way the Steelers have been, the only competition right now, like Ravens, are kind of hit or miss. Bengals seem to be like they know what the fuck they're doing. It, it's bro, it we're still early in the season too, anyway, right? Thing, we're still early, but a lot of times early sparks really carry on, especially with a team like the Browns. <laughs> they needed that man, <laughs> bro. At the end of the day, Yo, don't listen to I'm this. Not I'm a, I'm a fan of football. I love exactly. the sport. I'm a fan of football, and I love to see great things happen in football. I, and I mean, like that—that's really dope. Like he came back, came in the second half, and did did something that most quarterback haven't done in their career. Out of, you mean I'm, come I'm, back in the second half and win a game, bro? In fashion, his first. Aaron Rodgers does that like first every NFL weekend. NFL game appearance. <laughs> Yo, bro, why you just can't slang, just give credit where that credit is due? Because it's not slang in that pick It's skin. against the Jets, the New York stinking Jets. Whose defense is actually pretty, pretty good. good. Yeah, how, what the fuck you talking like, about? It's like, against the Jets. If it was good, they would have won. Todd Bowles uh, fucked up. Anyways, that was, that was the Jets game I love to that win. argument. If they were good, they would have won. Remember that. Yeah, yeah. Remember when I when I remember that. At you maybe in like 14 weeks from now. Hey, listen, my Chargers made a player retire, so stop it. 
we we forced him into retirement. Yeah, let's but get into that. Win no, a championship. No, no, let's get into that. We could talk about it. Vontae Davis during the halftime of the Bills Chargers game, right? Decided it was it. But I do not think Chargers had to do anything with it. I do I, have his statement. If you want me to read I it, I do out. think he just felt like his, it was it. His love for the game wasn't where it used to be. And Look, I'll, I'll read his statement. Let's let his own words spell it out for us. Okay. This isn't how I pictured retiring from the NFL, but in my 10th NFL season, I've been doing what my body has been programmed to do. Get ready to play on game day, endure multiple surgeries, and played through many different injuries throughout my career. And over the last few weeks, this was the, l- the latest physical challenge. But today on the field, reality hit me fast and hard. I shouldn't be out there anymore. I meant no disrespect to my teammates and coaches, but I hold myself to a standard. Mentally, I always expect myself to play at a high level, but physically, I know today that isn't possible. And I had an honest moment with myself while I was on the field. I just didn't feel right, and I told the coaches I'm not feeling like myself. I also wondered, do I want to keep sacrificing? And truthfully, I do not because the season is long, and it's more important for me and my family to walk away healthy than to willfully embrace the warrior mentality and limp away too late. This was an overwhelming decision, but I'm at peace with myself and my family. I choose to be grateful to God for allowing me to play the game that I've loved as a boy until I turn 30 years old. I choose to be grateful to God for being a part of the NFL and making lifelong friends over the last decade. There were roadblocks and pitfalls along the way, but I am grateful to God for all of it because he doesn't promise any of us an easy journey. Lastly, I'm grateful to God for what he has in store for me ahead in this next chapter of my life. Vontae Davis. Beautifully said. Everything he said, everything he said did not reflect anything he did on the, what that, that game. I understand you not being physically able to do anything. That makes perfect sense. But you don't leave halftime. If you can't play, cool. You can't play. Stop playing. Stay on the sideline with your teammates until the game is done. Bro, whoa, 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 whoa. Who said he walked out the arena and everything? Fuck. He did. He left. All right. Well, he's retired. He can leave. No, bro, but you, you, no, no. You, you wanted to team. stay there for oh what purpose? God, bro, you, you, know, be, you have to have some like, level of empathy, Jason. We, we, always have, wait, wait, wait. we always have conversations about how physically demanding, damaging, and, and dangerous this sport is. If you're out there on the field and you just feel like you're more of a detriment to not only yourself, but to the other people out there. Yes, take yourself out the game. That's what I just said. I said you could. That's what he did. No, he you're, took himself you're out the game because he and literally he left left everything and walked away from everything after he has this moment where he's like, you know what? Like I know I want to leave now while I'm healthy. While I know I'm still I'm not up to the place I want to be, and I know physically and mentally I'm just I'm not there and I where I should be. I'm just going to take myself. I'm going to remove myself so from this. Don't You're play. mad because he didn't sit on the sideline for the rest of the game and watch? I wouldn't do it. What purpose it's, does that serve? Because once he goes back into the locker room. You took money from the team. You took a, a $1 million signing bonus. No, he not, would have been taking money for the team if he had stayed on the sideline for the second took, half of the game. First, the first, play, the first, seat, first game he played. This is the first game he played. The very first game. He didn't play last last game. And he went out there and realized he can't do it. But he took the $1 million signing bonus. It's a that. contract. Huh? The, the team signed that contract if knowing you go, that he, could possibly happen. You that's something, too. You I don't go think he knew tra- that. Like no. that that's, you're going far by saying you that. You can go through your practices, your training, and you could be feeling good. But when you actually get out into game speed, every player says it's completely different. Bro, you, we both play football. We 
it's that we too. Know that like shit it's is completely different, bro. different. When you, especially look, he's thirty years old, been in the league for ten years. He's we know about his his injury history. Yeah. We know about his surgery history. That. On top of the fact that he's 30 years old, I he's playing out there with an old man's body. I but get not it. only that, you're going like, up against guys that are fresh in the league now at what, not, 23, 24 years that, old? Like, the the reason on. why I don't disagree with him leaving or walking off the field, bro, do you know how much those guys love football? And it's for the, him to like, come to that realization life. that, yo, you cannot compete at the yeah. level. Like, you're talking bro, about people who have been playing this sure sport literally since they were what, seven, eight years old. I'm sure he didn't go back to the fucking locker room and was having a cheesecake. Yeah. You know what I mean? He probably cried, bro. That's emotional. You, you guys are misinterpreting what I'm saying. He not only left, he didn't let any of his teammates know. He let that's some, not true. He, no, he, he that's what he that's, that's what his not teammates true. said. He let only some of the coaching staff know. You let the coaching staff know because they're the ones who are and the players, responsible and for the players all knew. of the people. But maybe he didn't want people to players. influence his decision. It has nothing to do with that too. decision. Of if course you it know does. How you can't play, and you can't play. And the thing is, like, cool. he came, like, the whole thing was he came off the sideline after he was out there and was, like, talking to the coaches, letting know he wasn't going to go back out. Right. And then during halftime, he made it official, like, I'm done. Like, it, it's I can't do it anymore. But he had time to make a post on Was on he Instagram? supposed to literally walk up to every single fucking player so you, and tell you, them, you, I'm retiring you, during the you, game? You can't you can't stay for a half. A 53-man roster plus a 20-something-plus coaching staff, he's supposed to go up to every you, single person and tell them, Sorry and guys, him I'm doing retiring. that would be I'm a retiring. distraction for you, the fucking yeah. team. You can't, you can't You're stay. Bugging, bro. You can't stay a half of football on the sidelines. You can't do that. Why the fuck but, would he stay but there? You have time to write an Instagram message, bro, about about oh I'm retiring this there, while your team is playing. Somebody okay. would have been like, yo, bro, why are you not in the game? It's not like he's a nobody. He's a scrub. He's one bro. of the veterans of the team. Who do you think is gonna approach him to tell him that? Who on they the team? Ask. Who on the team's gonna He's tell gonna him be that? a distraction regardless. Who he on did the, the right thing for himself and for the team. Period. How is he gonna be a distraction Look, without pads, anything on the sideline? How is he gonna be a distraction? How is that? There's so many people are gonna be coming up to me like, you know what? Like they're gonna be talking to him rather yeah, than focusing on the game. Focusing on the game, he bro. Retired during halftime and left. He gives this thing, regardless of what he posted on Instagram afterwards. Everyone is saying this is bad. Everyone is saying this but is bad. Everyone no, can say that shit, but that'll say, make it saying bad. It's bad. Every single football player. Every single football player is telling me this. His own teammate said, yo, this is the most disrespectful thing I've ever seen in my life. His but, own teammate said but that. But that's their opinion. Yeah, and all of them They're are going to say that, that until shit. he goes out there for a play, I get breaks laid a the fucking fuck out, breaks a bone, gets a serious Dude, injury, has a phrasier situation. We're using a different argument. We're using a different argument. How, no, how, he knew he they, couldn't go out there and they compete, They weren't bro. mad that he couldn't play. They were mad that he left without saying anything. I don't mind if he couldn't play. That's fine. Get but over it, don't then. Leave. What, what are you talking? You're mad I didn't come to you personally. I'm like, yo, I'm going to retire. How old are you? Fuck. Yeah. I don't know how you're saying, Jamal, because Kevin, Kevin oh, Love did the same thing for Cleveland, and his whole teammates got on him. Yo, Kevin Love did the same thing for Cleveland, with, with them, and, he, and they all got on him He for didn't it. fucking retire and not... But like, he left. He, he left wasn't in pain. Bro, he left without telling them. Okay, so fine. They did it. He did that, but he players was coming back. Players don't like back. that, though. Players do not Bro, like that. But to me, it's like you're holding you're, players some, not liking something over him doing a responsible thing. Human decision. No, what would be responsible is to tell that your players or your teammates, listen, I can't do this right now. I can't. He do told the coaches that matter what he was going to do, so they can make the adjustments for the game. 
He doesn't owe it to the players. He owes it to the coaches, and then he owes it to his employer. Dude, if that, someone, no. if you have a team, because no, we, if we you have a team and someone is not pulling their players weights. getting their contracts and stuff like that, yeah. let's let's be realistic about the business side of this. Yeah, if it's you want to go business, there, bro. fuck the other players, fuck the teammates. If I know I can't do this, I can't go out there and compete to a place where I'm one comfortable with the way I'm competing, and two actually helping my team. Their opinions mean shit right now. What is my individual needs? What is best for my health? What is best for my future going forward? And then from that assessment that I make individually, I tell the people that need to be told. I tell the coaching staff, and then I tell my employer. That simple. I don't owe the players on that roster yeah, you do. shit. Yeah, you do. No, you don't. Yes, you do, because they're playing for you and you're playing for them. They're, they're, this isn't the fucking army. Well, that's the, this is not the army. The game is based off an arm. If a, of an army. No. Mil- yes, it is. Based on, this isn't the army. Well, that's I what do it not is. owe you shit. Bro. Do you play football? I don't I play football. I play football. But I'm telling you. But I'm, I'm telling you right now, NFL if players. I was out there not feeling comfortable and feeling like I can't do this, I wouldn't stay out there. Every single NFL player is like, no give me a fucking break. That's like staying at a job that you fucking hate. It's treating you like shit. You're getting nothing out of it outside of a paycheck. But you know what? I'm going to finish the day because I owe it to these people. And I'm going to tell everybody no, fuck I next don't. to me I'm out. Like, bro, you're crazy. Because you want to know something? The second one of these players gets injured, what happens if they look at their injury and say, no, nah, it's too big, you're going to be out for too long? done, bro. They cut you by. I don't owe you. Okay. It's a business, So the bro. fact that these players got their panties in a bunch, suck it the fuck up. But it's I don't hear business. much people complain. Like, what a lot, it's a, a fucking business. Man. Let them complain. That, that's inconsiderate. I don't owe you shit. Because you I have to protect myself. The same way all these players go out there, they train but not super only, hard. But I so think they don't get hurt so that they can make these big see, contracts. But I think also too, you have to respect somebody who understands they are not able to do this and they need to walk away. But also as a football player, well, used to play football, you also have to realize when you're on that field, you also become a danger to your teammates and to other people as well. If you're yeah. not playing properly, bro. Like if if I let's say I had a shoulder injury and I feel like yo, and I'm a guard or you know, I'm on the defense on the offensive line, my QB's in fucking danger. Yeah. His life is on the line because somebody slipped by and on his blind side, he's done. Okay, so, so him not being on the field, doing what he's supposed to do, putting someone at the weaker position, putting a quarterback or whatever of his team is in danger, it's the same thing, Jamali. No, it's him. If he's the best person to do it and he says he can't go or he just quits on them just like that and they put in someone else who's not equipped to do that work, he's putting whoever is whoever's next to him in danger. Jason, let me ask you a question. The job you're at right now, do you put that before your well-being? No. Okay, then that's what he just did. He didn't put football like, I don't before understand his well-being, how, so I don't know why you're, you're not arguing. looking at this but and understanding. He, he made a decision for what he felt was best for his health after the fact, and knowing that job, he can't compete at the level he understand. needs to. A job is not just a job. It's a responsibility. You know what you signed up for. Finish it till the end. If it's bothering you to the certain no, point... No, you don't. Just, this... Absolutely not, especially in a sport as violent as I, football. It, yeah, physically demanding. You know what you signed up for. You know yeah, what you signed up and for. Also, in knowing what you signed, signed up, up for, you should know when to walk away, away from what from you it. signed up for. You can, you if can, you, you are can, putting yourself you in others' danger, away, you can walk away and stuff with sign up, but you don't just leave the arena completely without yes, saying anything to do. any of your teammates. It's an emotional decision, Jason. Like it's emotional. Do you think I, if I was 
him. I know he probably would have been there. He would have been a distraction because he would have yeah. probably been fit. He could easily a, come back. Yeah, when and, they're having a training or when they're having a regular like team, team meeting, meeting and do it. Make properly. his which I guarantee he did. Guaranteed, he came back, addressed the team personally. He didn't. How do you know that? Because they've said it. I watched the news. I watched what, NFL Live. They said he never came is back. Sufficient. He said he, he never came back. He don't owe them shit, bro. <laughs> he doesn't owe them shit. If he goes out there and get guaranteed, he get made hit. his address. Who's gonna take care of his wife and kids? You don't you like, you're you not know, understanding like, what I'm on. saying, bro. Fuck all that, bro. No, like, you're, 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 you're making that, an argument out of nothing. I'm he, saying it doesn't. It's fine if he wanted to stop playing. No, you're saying it's he fine for him to do it the way that he's most comfortable with doing. Period. He owed the team. He doesn't owe them shit, bro. Why? What? What makes you think he owed the team FaceTime? For what? To so me? don't play. So don't play team sports. What? Don't He's literally sports. walking away. away from it. <laughs> so don't play team like sports. Your, your solution to him walking away is don't play team sports. Bro, why are you playing football then? In the last, why are you playing football bro, then? In the last been, five years, you can't years. play football Wait, by yourself. You can't do it. Chase, you're. What is the logic you're using here? It's not like this is a guy who literally just got into the league, came in for the first half, and was like, "I'm out." But even if like, that was the case, like he, come on, we're entitled. We're to talking do that. about a ten-year veteran, Multiple thirty years surgery. old, who's looking at his career right now and saying, "You know what? Like, I thought I could go one more season. I can't." Can. Right? Like, I mean, come on, Jason, you gotta have a so, little bit more empathy. Stay on the sidelines, watch the end of the game. Tell your I can't do it anymore. I'm like, out. it's simple understanding of bro. logic, bro. That's not logic. You leave and not say nothing to your teammates. You don't do that, bro. If something's wrong with you, you just don't Dude, leave. I, I just bro. retired. You just don't leave. Bro. I'm gonna sit here and twiddle my thumbs bro, after I just retired. It's because hold up, because <laughs> what's really bothering me right now is because the energy that you have towards him, you didn't have towards the Patriots when they didn't, when they almost refused to give Heron Hernandez's child the money he was due. You made it seem like it was a business shit. Like, oh, they had a, you know, an agreement and the team's allowed to do this. Yo, this guy's looking out for the best interest of his personal health. And his family. I don't see nothing. He put that first. Bro, I respect that. Dude, he I did put what that he did. first on everything. On anything. He does. <laughs> in, my, in my honest opinion, if he really wanted to just walk out, tell nobody shit, and then he released a public statement, bro, you did it the way you want to do it. Because at the end of the day, if these team, these owners, managers are going to cut you, get rid of you, they ain't telling you shit, bro. You be on the phone. Yo, bro, am I going to get traded? No, you're good. You're good. And then <laughs> you're going to hear it. On, your agent's going to call you the same time you're watching it on Sportsnet. These right. guys, it, it, you you have to think for yourself uh, for your personal well being. I don't think he did anything wrong, and I couldn't care less how he did it as long as he made the decision that he feels comfortable with and it's best for him Look, and his I'll, family. I'll read a tweet that Aaron Foster put out after for basically addressing what Vontae Davis did. This football culture has somehow brainwashed people and players that your health as a human. Being prioritized over a sport is somehow disloyal. This isn't a desk job. When your heart isn't in it fully, you can hurt yourself and others for good. Walk away when you know it's time. Okay, you can walk away when you know it's time, but don't leave your team there by themselves. You could stay on the sidelines. Was he supposed to put them in his car with him? No, but he could. He doesn't. He doesn't have to leave without saying anything. He like he, was he supposed to go but, out there and become the water? Well, let me boy? ask you a question. What makes you think that he owes them anything? No, was he supposed to hand them towels on timeouts? Like, what the fuck was he supposed to do? All right then. All right. I don't think. He, no, no. What was he supposed? I want no, to know what. All right. What was he supposed to do? When you play basketball and I say and someone says, "Oh, I don't want to play anymore. I quit." You're gonna play with four men. You can't do it. 
Um, you can't do it. If we have a full basketball roster and somebody that's not decides what I told, to that's not what I told you. No, no, but I didn't say that. Dude, you, that's a ridiculous hypothetical, a, bro. It's still a, a shortage. Are we playing at the schoolyard? It's still a shortage. Are we playing at the schoolyard? It's still a shortage of things. Answer the question. Are we playing at the schoolyard? Yeah, it's a schoolyard. You're playing at the schoolyard. Then we play four on five, bro. We've done it all the time. That's or you. You're not a not professional. Even, but, but These, not this is money involved. So then why are you using that as an example? This is money involved. Why are you using that as an example? Because everyone is making money, not just you. Oh, my. They're still making money without them, bro. What are you talking about? You're compromising everyone else's money. If you're losing, you're not making money. No, let me you ask win a question. to make money. Why That's don't how you, you get have a that Jason? Wait, hold up, hold Someone up. Someone just got a starting position, which means they're going to be getting more money if they can show that they are worth that job. What are you talking about? So let me ask you a question. He stayed, he couldn't play, and he kept taking money out of their, 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 their budget. That's right? He, he can't already perform took, at his full. He no, he took money out of the budget. Hold on, he can't perform at his full uh, his full performance that they signed him up for. He stays there. He occupies a space that a younger person could occupy and get better at, and they pay out however much his contract was, and that's good. Quit after the game, Fuck not that, during bro. the game. Like, all it's I'm not say about is, the game. You're so, you're like you're like, arguing about. I'm counting all your points. He took money from the team when he had the signing bonus. He didn't play the first game in the season. He this is his first game he only played. Okay. He knew he couldn't he knew he couldn't play okay. for the whole season. Okay. It doesn't matter. And he's what you're saying, oh, he's given an opportunity to a younger person. That younger person's probably not ready, so that young person's probably gonna get hurt. Let me ask he's you, the veteran. He okay. knows how to he knows the position okay. compared to some one year first year player. All right, cool. I, I, I respect your argument. Let me ask you a question. What if the 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 owner or the manager saw his performance and said, you know what? Halftime, we're cutting this fuck. We don't want him anymore. He Which can't play. Happened before. Would you have that same energy to say they should have waited till the end of this fucking game? They can't do it in football. It's against the CBA. They can't cuss him in halftime. I swear to God, and that's true. Oh, so that's justifiable. That's Usually hot. they just bench it is justifiable. The They just bench you. Huh? They bench, they bench you. you and then at the end they cut you. They cut you. They bench you. They make you watch that shit and they, that rookie kicker you know from you're Minnesota bench. that just got you know you're bench after he and missed those out. two field goals. After he didn't do his job. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, after he didn't do his job. But, the many, fact that, after but, that, he didn't but do what I'm job. saying is, you have a guy who realized he couldn't go out there and do his job, so stay he retired. Bench. Stay on the bench. He doesn't owe them stay that. Why would you keep stay saying stay on the Retire bench, after bro? The Tyler wants to ask a question. Right. No, you actually have to leave because you have to get medical attention. Okay, so... A right. career-ending event, yeah. yeah. No, they leave. They're basically, in the Tyler asked. Tyler asked. Wait, yeah. but Tyler asked. Like, at basically yeah. wanted to ask the question of if a player has a career-ending injury, do they stick around on the sidelines? Do they stay with the team? And in most cases, majority of cases, it's a no. Right. So, and and that's the thing. It's like no, you no. have m multiple situations where people just basically get cut or have an injury that takes them out whereas you have a guy who just realized he couldn't do it anymore right. and decided to walk away like he didn't have anything f physically wrong with him maybe his he, body you don't know that you don't know okay, that it's in it was in his head because physically he said he was all right but he said he couldn't do it anymore but he it's any doing anything. okay so if let me, you're if you, mentally and physically not capable to play at the, the height that you feel is necessary and there's a second question yeah like dude i'm sorry but he's look. Put it like this: When Champ Champ Bailey's last season with the Broncos, hmm? Champ Bailey's last season with the Broncos. I fucking love Champ Bailey. That's a 
Denver Broncos fan for my whole fucking life. Loved that guy when he came with us. He dominated for so many years. Right. His last season, I wish he came off the bench. I wish he came in for a slight play because he was getting burnt out there. That's a situation where if he had decided, you know what, I can't start. I need to go on the bench. Or even if he had decided it's time for me to retire, right. I'm okay with it. Because I can see you out there not competing at the level you need to to be helpful to the team and not put yourself in danger. Yep. If Vontae Davis is out there that same way and him deciding to walk away, good. You're doing the best and smartest thing for not only yourself but for your team. There you go. But you see, this is, this is the kind of argument you guys don't understand. There are people... For example, let's say if a quarterback not performing to his best of his ability at all, he's like throwing picks left, right, left, right, and center. Mm-hmm. Picks, picks, picks. You bench him. You do you guys want him off the field because he's a detriment to the team? Yes. What? If no, not, hold up. You, I'm no, asking. Hold up. You can't answer that question with a yes, bro. Did you hear his question? Yeah, he said if your quarterback is going out there giving a bunch of turnovers and ain't doing shit. Yeah. Bench his ass. Or do you want him off the team? Off the team? Right. That's what I said. If he's been... That, I know that's what you said. I'm just repeating. Oh, okay, if he's I'm been th- that garbage, yeah, get him off my team. Bye. So, he has a bad game. Starting no, is it only one game, or are you just saying he's a bad quarterback that goes out there and plays shit? There's a lot of bad quarterbacks. Bro, it's not about the always... fucking game, bro. I hate you referring to the game. It's about his psyche, where he's at mentally. Fuck the game. It's his personal well-being, his mental sanity, bro. Like, you got to understand, these guys have to go out and perform down after down. If you cannot perform at that level, bro, I'd rather you Dude, walk it, what away. what is it, minimum 18 weeks of just gruesome practicing, training? Yeah, these guys are going your probably. body on the line. One of the reasons Le'Veon Bell hasn't played a single game this season is because he's not going to go out there and put his body on the line anymore for another short-term contract that doesn't guarantee his future. There you go. But that's, that's part of the reason that makes sense what you're saying, but it's not also the full reason. Because if this is this is how w- the Le'Veon Bell thing works, he gets a certain year like they get um, a number of free usage years out of running backs, especially in NFL. So, for example, the first three four years of their careers, you get to use them, use them, pay them minimum whatever it is. Then after that's when they come up for the contracts, and that's where you start to franchise them. So you give them the short term contracts for short term, short term, short term. What you've done He's been with, franchised two times in a row. What you've right. done with Le'Veon Bell right now, and they wanted to franchise him this year as well. So he'll be 27, turning 28, being franchised. Now, when they can't franchise him anymore, because every year you have to bring up, you have to raise up the price of the yeah. franchise deal, they're going to be like, oh, you're too old now. We can't give you that contract, right. blah, blah, blah. I'm yeah. Like, but that's what he just said. But that's literally why I'm saying he's holding out because he wants a long-term contract, contract to secure his future. future. Yeah. But do you think it's because he's not getting paid fairly, or because he does like he's saying like, no, I don't care about football. I can just leave it like that. No, no but he, he wants he wants to be to compensated for the future. workload that he does with, for the Steelers. Yeah. I don't think I think he wants to be compensated because he wants to get paid. No, that fairly. was literally what he, wants he to get put paid out. fairly. But that's he, that's he said it straight up. He wants to be compensated for the workload that he's been doing. And the reason it got even worse was after Todd Gurley got his contract. That's, that's when he was really dead set on the holdout because it's like Todd Gurley just got that. But that's a and I know thing. the workload that you're going to put me through. I want a contract that is reflective of that. Yeah. But I think the thing with Le'Veon Bell is regardless of contract or not, he always, anytime he's out in the field, he performs. I've never seen which a, is why yeah. I, Which is why, which is he's why I can what understand saying. a guy like him who seemingly healthy is saying, I'm not stepping back on that field for you guys until you secure my future. But I think that that's that's not more of a physically like no if I go out there I'm gonna get hurt thing that's more of like no pay that's one hundred percent what it is pay me what I'm owed. If, look in no. those two years he got franchise tagged if he had gotten hurt 
There that's was it. no big contract coming whatsoever. Yeah, it would have been over. But that's, not even from another team yeah, because like, they would have made him go through another year or it, two but, but that's not, proving himself. But that's not that's not a personal thing to him. That's just teams being asshole, not paying. No, but it is a personal thing to no, him. It, it's one hundred percent. It's personal it's for personal him, him and his long. The money aspect is personal to him. Yes, I get that. No, but, but it's not, also his value. It's not huh? just about money because at the end of the day, every time he steps out there, he's putting his health on the line. On the line. I get it, but he, every time he's stepping out there, he's always thinking like this dude who's younger, this dude who's just got here is not doing anything as good as I am, and I'm getting lowballed. It's an football, yeah, but it's football. also it's also about knowing your worth. He knows his worth. Football is an ego thing. You think you think quarterbacks were happy to see um, Kirk Cousins and Jimmy Garoppolo, who played like ten games, get one hundred million. Players were very happy to see Kirk Cousins get the very first all guaranteed contract. Yep. They were very happy. A quarterback would get that, but do you think no do you think players a, in general were happy? Do you think a linebacker will get that? Because now now they, they can, can negotiate their shit. They and can get negotiate that. that. They can as long as the CBA is in place. They can negotiate. Because you you gotta remember too, a lot of like the bigger contracts will be like you have like an Aaron Rodgers who's what 120 or 100 somewhere between 112 or 120 something like that. I think bonuses brought it a bit up. I think it's 122. No, but no, yeah. of that, I think the guaranteed was around 70, right, or something like that. So it's like with with what Kirk Cousins does, you eliminate just giving me this hundred plus, give me a solid. Of like a seventy or sixty to ninety, all of it guaranteed. So that way, yeah, there's no incentives that would boost it higher to make you have to compete with me. Right. No, give me this solid number and we move forward. Yep. So now, essentially, what it does is you can eliminate this whole guaranteed money in contracts and just make it whatever the contract number is. That's what you get. Yeah. And you could do it being for like vying for a position. But you see, they're not gonna like that. This and this is why. Well, no, because there was a lineman who I believe got a fully guaranteed contract. I don't think he got a fully guaranteed contract. There's no lineman. I, I'm not sure who, but like, there's any lineman or, who has or was he just the highest paid, like somewhere in the hundred thousands? But I think either he if was in the hundred thousands, but he got, I think, Khalil, 70. Man. Yeah, hundred. Yeah, sorry, hundred millions, but yeah, th- thanks for the correction. Numbers in the hundred millions, but he was guaranteed. Somewhere in like the the tens of millions. Is it Khalil Mack you're talking about? No, no it wasn't Khalil Mack. Khalil Mack is uh, guaranteed eighty s- or seventy. He's the there. highest played right um, defense player of all time. It was an old lineman who who got the number. But I'm just saying, like at the end of the day, like you gotta do what's best for your. You health, gotta man. do what's best for your health, bro. We talk about mental health all the time on here. Do what's best for your mental health. I don't want a football player out there who's not feeling right. There you go. Do what's best for your mental health, bro. All right. Let's move on to uh, some uh, basketball. Want to talk about this uh, Dallas Mavericks uh, situation? Did you guys look into it? No, I didn't look into yeah, it. Yeah, I know what that, but that's all. The story is kind of dying down a bit now, but well, no, it, it got brought up back up because Mark Cuban did an interview. Well, essentially, the investigation was finally closed, and the full forty-three page report came out. No, I did not read it. Forty-three page. I don't got time for that. But there was an interview that happened on. It was the jump off, the NBA jump off, I think, or something like that, with uh, Rachel Nichols and Mark Cuban, where basically she had a conversation about like how much she knew, how these th- like basic question about how these things were able to happen under his, his company, yeah. under his watch, and essentially it it was a confirmation that Mark Cuban, as much as like we see him at the games and like he he's a very loud person as far as owners go in the NBA. When it came to like the actual business part of it, he really paid it zero mind, and he left everything to his CEO, who was accused of like 
basically like I don't I don't think it was sexual assault but like sexual deviancy right where he was just doing like very like overt sexual things no there was a, a few sexual assault cases because I think there were some women like accusing him of like groping them and like when they were on elevators together and basically like making sexual advances to them and like that one of the situations that came out of it plus there was another person that worked there who was accused of uh, physical abuse to another employee like a female employee that was working there but essentially the whole investigation showed that there was just a lot of negligence on like Mark Cuban's part especially considering like how he said within like the last 15 years it, like a high number of five would be the amount of times he actually visited like those offices and to see how things were going you know like he never really paid any mind to it but yeah like thoughts <laughs> I don't know I won't blame Mark Cuban for that I mean, at the end of the day, he's an owner, but he has a CEO. He has people in place that should be governing it properly. And I think if you, it's like a, these these sports teams are investment to these guys. Yeah, you know what I mean. Well, they're I look just at it as their money, they're parking it something. I think there there is it. some onus on him, and he himself said he should have been a lot more vigilant, especially when like the allegations were coming forth, because these weren't like. A lot of the things that had happened were things that were known prior to him buying the team. No, I agree. I'm not saying onus. Like when something gets put out there, yes, he should take ownership. Is he's the yeah. the front guy? Especially but I'm as just saying the owner of this team, team the right. owner of this franchise, you have to be. Especially when these type of things are coming forward, when these rumors, these stories are coming forward, as the owner, you have to take a little bit more vigilance towards it. Right. And that's something that he during that interview spoke about a lot, just being like he should have been a lot more aware of or, or a lot more vigilant to the emails he was getting, the phone calls he was getting, rather than just saying, like, giving it to the people that were in charge outside of, like, the CEO. Right. And when they confirmed they're taking care of it, not actually, like, looking Follow into it, it deeper. Through. Yeah. Right. He would just get a message, like, it's being handled, it's taken care of. And then from that, he was like, okay, hands wiped off. his hands of it and, and moved on, you know? I don't know, man. It's like uh, it's, I don't. I don't know the whole situation between how his how his his business runs. But a lot of these owners are they're not even sports fans. They just want to have a, a shiny new toy to show off to people. Well, I would and say Mark I would think Cuban Mark is very is into basketball. Fan. Yeah, huh? he Mark I, is very much a sports. fan. I would fan. say he's a sports fan. He's probably a sports fan, but is he is he is he just a fan? Just because he's yeah, he's at the games, makes a lot of noise and stuff like that, but. Do you really think like he really cares about basketball? Same well, he thing cares with, about sports. Same, yeah. thing with, same thing with Steve Ballmer. No, no, Steve, but Mark is a bit different. Mark no. made his first dot com was a sports radio. Like when you compare and, it to a lot of the owners, yeah, that's like, where he made his millions. Like he's, he was he's always been into sports. a sports fan. He's had his hand in sports things in the past outside of like the Mavericks, and yeah. like I don't think you go to every game sideline and show so much care to and like the success the of game. your team on yeah. the court if you're not a, f a fan of basketball. Yeah, but but. Is he caring because his team is making money, or is his team losing money? Because I seen I've seen Mark Cuban throughout the years. I love his business. He's a very, very intelligent businessman. Can't hold that against him. But he's very about his money. He's always about his. Well, money. Yeah, as a businessman, that's not surprising. That, but I don't think that would take away from him being a fan of the team he owns. Because, because but I wouldn't say that because if you watch him on Shark Tank, where he's investing in people. A lot of time, he may not necessarily like the current business structure. He sees potential in people, and I yeah. think which is why he always asks for forty-five to fifty-one percent of the business, so he can make the personal changes to it. 
Well, I mean, Mark Cuban's bringing a lot of value to anybody's I, I business. You're right. So when you think about <laughs> what he's bringing and what he's going to put forth and where he's taking the business, he does deserve sometimes yeah, but those what, numbers. But what are you losing? When are you losing out of the value that he's bringing? What are you losing? What? Like, like you're exactly talking about. You're talking of the. Sh- you're talking about the Shark Tank thing, right? So, for example, if he takes forty five percent to 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 fifty one percent of your company, right? Yeah, he's bringing value because his name, his resources, all that stuff. Right. But what are you losing? You're losing the company. It's not yours anymore. It's his. No, it's it's technically your company if he has less than fifty. Well, to bring it back to the investigation that happened, because we're not going to have a fucking business class right now. <laughs> Jesus Christ, people, try to stay on topic. It'd be uh. nice. Well, I'm not gonna make arguments that are, you know, I'm gonna defend an argument that's <laughs> like, put before what, me. What I'm trying to I'm say just saying is, stay on topic. What I'm trying to say is investigation. What I'm trying to say is, nice. it's not a negligence thing on his part because a lot of these owners, they're just how is it not? They put people in place. They I think if he was made aware no, of the situation, no, I think it's fully an, it's his responsibility to be aware of what's happening for something that he owns, he signs the checks for. Like this is you. This is your brand. This is your company. This, when people think of the Dallas Mavericks, his name is one of the first names that pop up when you and think of And because of his presence in the game and every, he's so yeah. deeply involved. So the fact that you so, yeah. have no clue what's happening under your business is negligence. Well, it's one of his businesses that he has but no, but, to but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. This is your business. You because, have to be on top of it. But, but you have to understand You may something. have people that are on the board that are, that are in charge. But you still have to know what is going on, especially when these type of allegations are coming out of your business. You have to un- know exactly what's going on, who's involved, and what's being done to take care of it and remedy the situation. These guys he didn't are, do and that. Especially when it's played. Like he said, he received email about it. And yeah. he redirected to people. I think exactly his misstep was even if he was to redirect it, he should have stayed on top of it. Exactly. And, you know, communicate with the employees is, or whoever. Like, yeah, There's no other like way said, to say it. As, like, much, that's just as much as it sounds bad, these guys are billionaires, dog. Yeah, it's not about these money. Guys, these guys are billion. But it's not about money. It's just that they don't. No, care. You, but they that's don't not care. an excuse. That's not an I'm excuse. Not that's excuse. not an excuse. No, but I'm you're saying you're excuse. saying like he has so many businesses that he can't be on top of it. If that's the no, case, I'm saying then you should have known this. He could be on top. No, of but that's thing. He should care. Huh? And he the reason that he's in this situation. That's thing. The reason doesn't care. He's in this situation right now is because he didn't care. Because he didn't care enough. I don't think it's a. I won't use the word care. I think it's because he was not. No, it, it's one hundred percent that, and, and it's, it's that because you see it in the things that he said. I got emails and I redirected them. Right. I was told that it was being handled, so I didn't right. look into it further. Right. That's you not caring. There's no other way to say that. That's negligence. Who you're not caring. You're not paying of. attention to what is happening in your company, which is why we're at this situation now, where he was fined the ten million, but they're giving it as a charitable thing because technically the highest fine owners can get is two point five million dollars. But he got a $10 million But, but you see, this is the thing I'm, I'm trying to understand because, like, this is why I told you he doesn't care about sports. Is because, like, this is your most valuable brand, your most valuable brand that everyone knows you from, most of the majority of people know you from, and you're saying, oh, you knew about it, but you redirected your emails. That's to tell you how much he didn't care. And this is why I'm saying these are billionaires. They don't care. But there's a difference they between caring care. about a situation and yeah. caring for a sport. Because, look, I, I like, won't say he didn't care about the team because if he didn't care about the team, he wouldn't be at all those games. He wouldn't be literally the face of his own franchise. Like I, that wouldn't be him. He's also involved a lot. Clearly, yeah, he cares about like the success of the team. He doesn't. He inv- cares about that. I think what he didn't care about was the business side, and that came out of his own mouth. I think he cares about his team 
maybe 10 years ago when he was really uppity and really because i kind of wish he, you watched the interview because he, he literally out of his own mouth said i only really had focus for the success of the team mm -hmm. and like what was happening on the court as far as the business side i let other people handle that like that came out of his own mouth so it's not something to argue i'm just saying that he doesn't care i just think he doesn't care and i'm explaining to you the specific way in which he didn't care there's nothing to argue there because that's what he said out of his own mouth well you could you you know that because even when they were they were looking at getting like certain players players would openly admit that they got a call from mark mark visited them mark invited yeah. them over to his house or to some restaurant he was very much involved in the aspect of basketball yeah in the running of the business as you said in the interview he kind of like own up to the fact that he wasn't paying attention and i mean hey it's a learning experience look i respect him for going on that interview with rachel being because honest. rachel's one of those people too who will grind you into the ground because rightfully rightfully show rightfully so well i can't fucking speak right now she's one of those people who all of her interviews that like i've seen her do she does not hold punches she asked the questions that literally you want to be asked and she went into that interview like straight up I'm going to ask you everything. I want to know how you felt, what you were doing, how these things happened, why you didn't know these things happened. Like, she went through the list. And I think it was, like, a good, at the very least, 45 minutes of them, like, having a conversation. And right. you could tell, like, there were times where, like, you could tell his seat was fucking hot. Because <laughs> he vis visibly expressed, like, a little bit of, like, that just, this is uncomfortable to even, like, talk about. Like, when she wanted to, like, find out, like, something very specific that happened, like, he couldn't even come out of his mouth and say it because he just knew, like, my fuck-up led to this type of thing. Overall, just, it's a fucked-up situation that happened, but a lot of good is coming out of it as well because there is a shift that's happening with that business at the very least, but the NBA also, like, made it very clear that now they're going to be having a bit of a focus towards making sure that, you know, in these companies that the women that work there and minorities that work there are getting better treatment than they have been. Because obviously, I'm sure like this isn't the only situation that's happened throughout the NBA. Like maybe right. there's stuff that we just haven't heard of. I mean, shit, there was a situation that happened that with the Carolina Panthers, you know, so. Right. I mean, you, you at the end of the day, the NBA is a brand, right? So whether it's happening everywhere, it happened once. The fact is that it's in the public eye and they have to do something about it. I'm right. Let's talk about some uh, happier basketball news. Well, depending on how you look at it. Dwayne Wade announces that he's going to retire and this will be his farewell tour season. What a great career, man. It is. I will well, say I mean, this, man. I, I, I enjoy watching Dwayne Wade. I'm glad he went back to Miami to do this, sign his one-year contract with them, leave with that team like well deserved. Like I wouldn't want him to leave with anybody else. Should have never. They should have never let him go to begin with. Well, I understood why they Pay did him it his too. Money. Oh, they should have paid. Yeah, him it, money. it was contract purposes. Plus, you know, like you, they needed to have a bit of a different look to the team, you know. And sometimes the only way to do this is to get rid of the old guard. Well, I mean, I would agree with you if that old guard, when his what second season, third season didn't put the fucking team on his back, put his body on the line, and won you your first championship. Yeah, but what, he's in his 15th season now? It doesn't matter. It's different. He also brought you, you know, two other superstars, four trips to the finals, two championships again. Like, hey, you, I, you, and he took I rate the cut. energy, bro. He, pay, he took pay cuts for, for that to even be possible. Yeah, no, I... He was due. His I'm, I'm one of those people that didn't want to see him leave. Yeah. You know, like, I, I'm not sitting here being like, yeah, I'm 
glad well, I'm he sure left he Miami. Like, to I'm, go play in his hometown. I would have so preferred he stay there the whole time. But yeah, the fact that like now he's going back to Miami to retire, like I'm happy for him. Well, I, I mean, think it's going to be a great half of last season. Yeah, half of. But like this is like his official. Like this is it. You all know it. He's gonna get his Pharaoh, like maybe his Kobe, Kobe tour. Oh. Unlike uh, <laughs> what? What are, you, what are you giggling for? Kobe tour. Dwayne Wade was the one. Wait, you said, don't think Dwayne Wade's gonna get love? He's gonna get love, but Kobe tour. Dude, Kobe's last year was a Dwayne fucking, Wade. Dwayne Wade a out of fucking his, tour. Dwayne, Dwayne Wade when Kobe retired said, "I don't want that farewell tour." That that. Uh, and look, like he's that. doing it. He's doing it. Well, I mean, in a couple <laughs> years, we have his son coming into the league for sure. Look, it's, it's so. for sure going to be better than Paul Pierce. That's for sure. Really? Yeah, really. Yeah, really? Draymond Green, <laughs> Draymond Green said it himself. You think you, Kobe? <laughs> They'll love you like that. I'm sorry. It's true. Dwayne Wade's going to get a lot of love. Oh, hell yeah. He's going to get a lot but of love. I mean, love. well-deserved love too, right? Yeah, man. And look, I, I know that last game in Miami is going to be something to watch. But I mean, when Paul Pierce went back to Boston, he got a lot of love. Oh, anyway. I know. His last game in Boston was huge. Yeah. It was huge. Like, as much as we like to joke about, like, Paul Pierce's last season, like, his last game was a big fucking deal. But man. also, do I feel like he dragged out his years? Like, oh, he yeah. should have fucking Definitely left before he got him. to Brooklyn. Definitely like, dragged he should have been gone. Definitely dragged You him. know what I mean? He dragged it out. But I mean, at the end of the day, that's the thing. When you love a sport and you know your heart's in it sometimes it's you know it's your emotion that's guiding you and he you know look when you do something especially for most of these athletes a lot of times you're starting to play the sport around six seven eight years old yeah when you play it that long and it's literally your life right anybody's gonna have a problem with like just walking away like it like not to go back to Vante, but it's just right. like exactly. the it's decision emotional. to be like, this will no longer be my life anymore. Yeah. is a very hard thing, a hard pill to swallow, you know, which is why like the likes of someone like Kobe, who we know is like a sociopath when it came to basketball. No, it's true. Like it's the, the way he too. approached basketball was like, it was day and night, night and day, eat, sleep, shit. Like it's all basketball. Like his whole life was basketball. Right. The fact that like after basketball, he was able to find something more to do. Right. You know, like whether it's training the younger guys that right. are in the NBA right now, or he had the movie that uh, that was his ode to his love for basketball that won a, a Academy Award. You know, like just the things he's been doing outside. Of, and I can't wait for him to write a book because I know that book is going to be chock full of like just fucking gems, like Mamba mentality gems. What he is able to transition <laughs> through after his career is uh, phenomenal, but. Not many people make that transition easily. Like we've, as as much as we have a list of like uh, retired I don't think athletes, anybody makes it unless they're. Well, no, because like a lot of retired athletes, what do they do? They become announcers. Like you have Tony Romo, retires, right. becomes probably the greatest analyst to ever get in the mic, like since Madden. Uh, Gruden. Gruden, fuck Gruden. Gruden way better fuck, than Madden. Gruden was great for quarterback. Better than that's Madden. It. Yeah. Gruden was good for quarterback. John talk, Madden. And that's it. Fuck yes. John Gruden. Oh, wait, are you talking okay. about? Are you talking about John Madden? Yes, John Madden. John Madden. John Madden. Well, uh, Gruden better. No, Madden was uh, one of the uh, premier uh, guys. You're thinking of like the last few years of yeah. his announcement. Yeah. No, understand. Ju- like John Madden in his prime was the motherfucking Fucking man. <laughs> okay. Disrespectful. He was doing what, what Tony Romo's doing now was what Madden would do. He would see the way they line up and he was calling plays. Yep. Tony Romo Where do you think he got now. it from? No, Tony Romo, but that's, you have to have a football mind. But he got it from like Madden. Like an exceptional football mind to do it like that. 
where it's like you can literally see the way people are lined up and be like, all right, this wide receiver is going to do this route, and like he's calling out the plays Wait, before they even happen. Yeah. Of course, he's and a it's quarterback. for teams he, has a play he didn't caller. play for. Just but because he watched their tape so fucking much, or he knows like the offensive caller. coordinator and that offense coordinator style. Yep. So it's like he he knows like yeah from watching tape over the years or like knowing these coordinators, he sees the lineup and he's like, oh, it's this many yards on the field, this many yards to the down, and he just it clicks, which is something that you have to have like an oh. exceptional football mind to be able to make that happen. Oh, which is why I think like going back to Dwayne Wade now. He's going to have a great retirement. I want to see his transition after basketball, what he does, whether he goes into announcing or maybe takes a more niche market on, like, what Kobe's been doing. Like, I'm interested to see what he's going to end up doing after he retires. But it's going to be a great farewell tour to him and can't wait to watch his last game in Miami. It's going to be crazy. Oh, you know Vice City going to be bugging, bro. Bugging. I was hoping this last year would have been Carmel's last, last year. No, he's, he's in Houston on the beach with a hoodie. Fucking loser. <laughs> I gotta hate on Melo, man. I hate on Melo just because you bamboozled us, man. How? He was in the gym with a hoodie, looking great. He goes out there during the games. Nada. Dude's 2K ratings like 70 it's something garbage. right now. Just playing garbage. Hey, I used to call Melo trash. Yeah, when he was a Nick. When he was a Nugget. <laughs> and you guys used to hate no, me. No, no, no. When, when he was a Nugget, he, he was, was balling. He was trash. No, he was good. He was trash. How was he trash? He, no, he, he was good as a Nugget. He brought the team to the playoffs the first time since 92. Yeah. He, he was, was good as a Nugget. He was trash. He started getting trash he when he went to New York. He was the worst top five pick in his... LeBron, LeBron even made the playoffs his first two years. What are you saying? Like Carmelo did No, it. Carmelo... Carmelo was ridiculous. You gotta remember too, like him and LeBron were in the running for Rookie of the Year. Uh, let's let, well, Carmelo should have well, won. Carmelo was fucking balling. I'm sure he was, but Carmelo also had it, more help his, than LeBron. By his fourth or fifth season, he had the most game winners. Man, like dude was fucking balling. Right, that's cool. Didn't do nothing. Never got out of the first round. But Carmelo's been out of the first round. Don't let where? your love with for the LeBron. Where, who did you? the Knicks beat? They went to the conference final with the Knicks. Uh, with Mike Woodson when they won the 50 games. Yeah, that's true. Eastern Conference. Oh, yeah. But like, don't let your love for LeBron, LeBron blind no, you for no, the realness of Carmelo. Like, no, no, I love Carmelo as a person. Like, I follow his his life outside of basketball. I think what he's doing in Puerto Rico, what he's doing in the he's invest, very charitable. That what he's, what he's doing in the investment field for his future, I think he should teach that to a lot of the young guns. And yeah, he's doing a lot of good things. I follow Melo's life outside of it. I think he's a decent human being. I love him, but I just think. He's, I mean, he's not Darko Milicic. I'm not going to call him that. Darko Milicic <laughs> has a chip. There's a chip, though. Oh, oh, that matters now? But when I talk about Eli's chip, you talk, you're talking shit about Rivers. Oh, right. He has but, a chip. Is it Uchi Wally Wally or is it one mic, Jason? We're talking Jason? basketball, though. <laughs> pick one. What? We're yeah, I basketball. Talk is it Uchi Wally or is it one mic, yeah, Jason? Yeah, but pick championship one. is championship in a professional pick sport. Pick one. <laughs> I'm just talking basketball. That's all. Nah, but Melo, I think Melo... Melo is also one of those guys. I think he has a great love for the game. Melo has come off the bench. That's what he needs to understand. He needs to come off the bench. I hate to say it, but... But I think he's going to come no, off the we, bench. No, we he's all not, agree. We're not we we're arguing that. here. He's not coming off the bench. Though. He is. No, he said he's not coming off. I want to see how they're going to do they that rotation. Clint, they, got, they got rid of Trevor Ariza and um, Clint Capella. So, he, obviously, he's going to start. They got rid of Capella, too? Yeah. Where is he at? Um, where did Clint Capella go? He got money somewhere. I know I know. Ariza is in, out in... Uh, for the Suns, right? I yeah, think he went I back he to, went the to the Suns. Um, but I don't know Capella left. But well, even though Melo can't even play down where Capella is playing anyway, so I don't know the rotation. That's the thing, that's the thing a lot of people said. Like they gave up two good defensive people. 
for, for one just down. for a step for an offensive person who's not even who lost a step. Yeah, but I mean, I wouldn't even say that because I wouldn't say Trevor Ariza is worse than Melo. Trevor Ariza could shoot. He creates his own shot. He he could. He's assist. not as consistent as Melo, but he's a way. He's a ten time better defender. Okay, well, than Mello. we I don't even put Melo and the word consistency together. <laughs> Sorry. This is for your boy J.R. Smith. Oh look. Fuck off, bro. Keeping it on topic with Dwayne Wade. <laughs> We're happy for you, bud. Definitely. We've enjoyed your career. Get on that banana boat. When you make as much as they do. But I mean, you, you <laughs> did you watch his son? Yeah, yeah. Oh, his son's nice. So we got a young flash in the making, so I'm not even mad. <laughs> I'm not even saying anything about anyone's kid it's until all about I see LeBron them in Jr. the pros. What do you mean? What? Everyone, thought, everyone thought Michael Jordan's kids would be the shit. No, no one ever thought shit. that. <laughs> a lot no one ever thought that. that. No, we saw them playing college and knew better. We bro. knew better. Didn't about? even get go to like Division <laughs> once. Calm down. But anyways, back, LeBron Jr. could fucking play. Even the Bruce, uh, Bruce is the, 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 the I can't remember the, the, the youngest one. Uh, the middle, the middle child could I can't shoot. remember his name. Yeah, he's a shooter. He could shoot That's out of the Steph gym. Steph Curry shit, bro. But I, I got to say, though, I saw a video, I think uh, this week, with the 14-year-old. <laughs> he was playing against uh, LeBron Jr. And you know how LeBron and his son does that whole bow and arrow shit? Yeah. Comes down the court, sauce it up, hits a three. Look at LeBron, do the arrow shit and just like, and walked away. I was like, yo, that kid is... Oh, man, I wish I saved that video. Well, yo, speaking of LeBron, man, Space Jam 2. All time. Greatness, baby, greatness. Greatest Laker alive. Greatness. Greatest Laker alive. <laughs> <laughs> you did something right. You did something right, Tyler. Last year. Last year. did... You did something right. You did something well, right. Let's with hope that. the Cleveland the Browns get somebody next season. Laker, you picked a good team. You picked a winner with that team. You didn't pick a winner, bro. They haven't won since God knows when. All I know is the greatest Laker alive. Pick a team with Jamal, and then you can talk about that. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be better than the Michael Jordan version. I'm sure better it is. graphics. What? Better script. What? Better acting. What? LeBron motherfucking James. I'm sh- who, who's pr- is it under his production company? No, I don't think. I, I think it's still Warner Brothers. Because he might have bought the that. rights. I mean, to Warner money. Brothers? Warner Brothers has more money than Disney. Are you kidding me? It doesn't matter. He could still buy it. No, he can't. I'm just saying. I, I wish he could, but he can't. All I know is, man. I'm just man, saying he could have just bought it. We're getting Space Jam 2, my guy. I'm gonna be, Something Kobe could do. I'm going to see it. I don't think Kobe would have been I'm a good Kobe for, has the, for the kid of me. Kobe got an Oscar. Round of applause. No, we didn't want Kobe for Space Jam 2. Yeah, we don't want that. We want LeBron. Kobe is too good for Space Jam We want the king. Yeah. The king of the Lakers. There you go. Still got an Oscar for <laughs> it. Tyler, what, what was the called? Yo, Kobe can't rap. <laughs> can't act. Can't stay faithful. <laughs> I mean, what could he do other than play basketball? <laughs> he can't lie. He way, you know, before he even admitted to doing, he bought his wife a $4 million ring. Doesn't know I how mean, to rape. <laughs> he clearly doesn't know how to be front of the line. He was the ninth person in the line, bro. No, that was low. That was low yeah, on my part. That was low. We, okay. I love Kobe as a player. I mean, he did well. One of the game of basketball. I apologize for that. I don't. I apologize. got sucked away by the energy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've never heard Jason this quiet. It's been a while. Yo, because the greatest Laker alive, the King Laker, is gonna be in Space Jam Two. Phenomenal. About time. Look at our God. Yo, they should tank. <laughs> they literally should tank Space Jam because I think. Without that, LeBron would have never went to the Lakers. I think he only went there because it was close to the studio so he could film his shit. Maybe that's why he's there. 
And who knows? Maybe might you see up to Space Jam Five since he's there for four years. You never know. Yo, he might as well do multiple movies. You never know. Shit, him and Bugs Bunny crossing up, motherfuckers. Shit. Okay. Good. I find it. I, I'm with it. I read I'm it. with it, man. I'm with it. Yo, come on. This. Why you should be bigging up LeBron right now? What's wrong Bro, with you? He's the reason you're gonna smile huh? in May. Oh, big up LeBron. I'll big he's up. He's the reason you're gonna be smiling in right May. Now. You're like gonna Kobe be said, smiling in May. Not done. You're gonna be smiling in like May. Kobe said, "Job's not done." When was the last time you were watching the Lakers in June, boy? Huh? When was the last time you were watching the Lakers in June? When was the last time you had a team? Oh wait, you never had a team. You're just a bandwagon fan. That I'm not a bandwagon. Any hype player right now? That's not true. For anybody who knows me, the only one I've clearly said I'm a LeBron James fan. So you're bandwagon Wherever LeBron goes, I follow. So you're bandwagon fan. My heart is with LBJ. So who was LeBron then? Before LeBron, who is it then? Before that, it. I mean, my mom was a Yo, big. people follow teams. My mom was a big Michael Jordan fan, so I was. Jo- I used to watch the Bulls all like, the time. So I don't look Jordan, at Cristiano Ronaldo fans weird. Like, yo, that's what? the guy you want to follow. That's the guy LeBron you follow. And Jordan, who was it then? Bro, you weren't a fucking Lakers fan because if Kobe went to the Bulls, you would have been a Bulls fan. You would have been a Bulls fan. Stop it. Oh, what that's that ass. Oh, what a shit. That ass. No, that's that ass. No, because I remember when when Kobe was threatening to go to the Bulls. What a shit. You, in Dawson, in Conrad's was like, Kobe leaves, I leave. Where Kobe goes, I go. There you go. So don't even sit here and act like you would have stayed a Laker fan if Kobe like got his trade. Don't even start trembling their voices. What a No, we're talking with our chest. What You got a little bit of trouble in your voice, bro. No, right, no, finish your sentence, bro. Woulda. Don't hesitate. Shoulda. Don't hesitate. Coulda. Anyways, I'm just saying. We have, yo, we could mess with some people from Dawson, bro. What's all there? That LeBron James is my favorite player, and I'm going to ride with LeBron regardless. I've never hidden that. So I don't know. I don't have to have a team, so I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. And I'm sure if Phillip Rivers leave, you're going to be uh Philip Rivers Devastated. Fan Always a Chargers fan. Always a Chargers fan. Devastated. He's gonna hate his life. For sure, he will. As That'd he already be... hates his Chargers life. I was a Chargers fan when Breeze was there until he broke his leg. <laughs> That's where people go to die, bro. Well, I mean, Joe Breeze, Joe Breeze did well in, down in New Orleans. So, what's left on the docket? That whole uh, Zimmerman charge? Oh, well, his. No, nah, we ain't talking about that. We're not giving fuck him boy. no light. No, fuck him. He's a fucking loser, bro. I don't acknowledge scum. Uh, he's a fucking loser. <laughs> Had the nerve to say that I know how to defend myself since February 2012. But I mean, Ugh. Jay-Z responded to him. We're not so. talking about him. We're not talking about him. We're done. Done with that. Uh, the only thing I'll say last, Captain Marvel. Ooh, can't wait. Yeah, trailer looks good. It looks really can't good. Can't wait. I'm not a cartoon. I know you're not a movie guy. guy. I'm, I'm a nerd, so I'm excited. It's part of the Phase 4. It's going to be beautiful. What? Phase four for phase uh, four? MCU. You have to watch the movies to really understand. See, you're, yeah, you're not, oh, you're not in the know. loop. You're not in the loop. No, it looks good. It looks like it's gonna be a good movie. I think it's gonna be good. I know they're essentially gonna be using her to set up as like the new leader of the Avengers. Yeah. What about that? But okay. Uh, based from from what the comics have been doing, don't be surprised. Don't be surprised. And honestly, it's like perfect timing, because like what they did, they released this trailer around the the birthday of the Air Force, and on the international. What? The birthday of the U.S. Air Force, okay. and on the anniversary of uh, International or International Women's Day. Oh, that's dope. So it was I like respect that. perfect marketing timing. Oh, these for guys. sure. And 
Honestly, like, I like, I think it's going to be amazing. It's going to be the nail in the coffin for DC once they see the <laughs> Captain Dude, Marvel DC's numbers. DC's already, like, done. No, what I mean, but for, for specifically uh, Wonder Woman. Have, or the rumor is Michael B. Jordan's supposed to be Superman. I no, think no, I no it's not going to happen. It's not yeah, going to happen. I just saw. Happen. It was a rumor that was going around. It was a rumor. I actually kind of saw that funny because it was Michael B. Jordan as Superman. And I think, what's that guy's name? Fuck. And he was a white guy. He, he was in the notebook. Oh, uh... Goslin, Goslin, Ryan Goslin, right? Oh, yeah. Ryan Goslin, but Martin Luther King. Martin Luther King. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's kind of funny. But no, the only thing DC just, uh, well, yeah, DC put out was uh, Walking Phoenix as uh, the Joker, or at least like him with his makeup on and everything. I looked at it like it looks know. good, but he didn't look dirty enough. Well, you think someone could really? I don't like he know. looked like a clean Joker. Joaquin like, Phoenix could probably pull it off. Yeah, no, no, like can pull it off as for an sure. ad, like he, he can anything, do it. Walk in, who was that person? Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah. Uh shit was the he did uh, was it Walk the Line he was in? Mm-hmm. He did that. Uh, what else has he done? Very good actor. He could probably do Heath Ledger better than Heath Ledger oh, did shit. That Joker. I'm trying to think of like some more recent shit. Was he like Walk the Line was a pretty big one. Was for he him. in uh, that uh, what is that ter- terrorist squad or was he in that Suicide movie? Squad? No, no, he's not. No, no, he wasn't in that. That was Jared Leto who played the Joker for that one. Oh, yeah. It's two different movies. It's yeah, two different yeah. Jokers, too. No, Dude, like, DC's apparently doing, like, a whole revamp of everything because they realized the game plan that they had for their movies was shit. I have inside you know information, I mean? but I can't say. I know, I know say a whole nothing. lot of... Yeah, I mean, or don't. say everything. I don't yeah. care if you get I know, fired. I can't, I can't say anything. We're just going to beat it out of you later. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's wrap things up. My ass is tired. What's the rush, bro? Yeah, I know. What's the rush? What do you got to do? Huh? What do you got to do? I have to drive somewhere. Drive where? Huh? Where are you going? I don't know. You ain't coming with me. Wow. <laughs> look wow. at this guy. And I was going to invite him out somewhere tomorrow, but you know what? Wow. I don't think I will anymore. Because he's too good for us. Please. I drive you guys everywhere all you, the time. You're going to the hood? Because I need to look. No, no. I'm not going back home, though. So where are you going? You have a bag in the... I didn't see a bag in the back Downtown. Seat. Can't stay out them clubs. Nah, you can't stay out of... <laughs> yeah, I mean, we know where the we know where what's in that bag. Where she I, go, and he go. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, let's wrap it up because she, she has to meet people doing this thing. Oh, she has to meet people. Yeah, what did that, a word. What she, is, she don't know what Uber is. I know what, what happened. You can't call it Uber, bro. Hey, Christina, they oh. say you have to take an Uber to get where you want to go. Who's I didn't they? say you two. Whoa whoa, 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 whoa. This is recorded, so I have the proof right we here. We were cracking jokes, jokes. over oh, here. It's jo- it's jokes we now. were cracking what? jokes. Do you want to come to a mic? Because he's putting lies on. We were cracking jokes, jokes, and now all of a sudden he's trying to put it out as gospel. Yes. Oh, look. <laughs> Confirmation. There we go. You know, you, you, bothered, you bothered your... Uh, understanding yep. girlfriend who was having a conversation with our yep. producer. She didn't say I was bothering her. Well, she's showing you. And she just asked pants. you, "Are you behaving? Are you behaving?" She's mean if I'm being. Ta- if I'm being. Are, no, are Jason. you behaving? That first was her off, word. First no, she said, Jason, she first said, off, she said first behaving. First of all, first, I'm hard on you guys. First of all, that's hard on who? Question. Huh? Were you behaving? Yes, because yeah. I'm sometimes I'm hard. <laughs> you know, because sometimes I'm hard on you. Sometimes I'm hard on you guys. And she listens to the podcast. Hard on who? Hard on hard on what? Bro, pause, first she, of she, all. No, she just told you yeah, to behave. She, she told you to behave. <laughs> behave yourself. She didn't say behave no, myself. No, she behave said behave. <laughs> she's keeping yourself, you in line, Jason. bro. We don't need your lip right now. All right, behave yeah, 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 yeah. yourself. 
Right, bro. You don't get, line, don't get punished, boy. <laughs> I turn, I turn into a, a slave all of a sudden. That's what it is. You know, hey, you, you taking yo, you taking gonna fuck you up. from the white woman. I don't know, bro. <laughs> this guy didn't jump ship. All right, let's wrap this up. I'm gonna wrap it up. <laughs> I hope you. I hope you wrap it up. Matt, Matt is laughing his ass off. Oh man, wrap it up. Hey. Wrap it up. Yo, hey. from now on, anytime you start acting, I always like Jason behave. <laughs> Bro, are you behaving? Bruh. Now I know who to put my complaints to. Going straight to Christina. You know what I'm saying? I might have to hit her up straight, on the ground, straight on to the book, and be like, Christina, you know Jason's stepping out of line again. Your boy, he raised his voice. Yeah, control your chick. He he raised his voice at me. I don't appreciate that. He was not behaving himself. <laughs> Jason's a well-behaved boy. All right, I'm done. <laughs> Mr. Well Behaved. <laughs> wrap it up, wrap it up. Oh. What was he, Mr. Steal Your Chick, <laughs> no, last time? Now hey, he's Mr. Well yo, Behaved. Yo, my man was hard. Yo, yeah. maybe that's why he's got to behave. Now you got to behave. Ooh, he was flexing too Did much. Did you hear that episode? He was flexing. Yes, Mr. Episode. Steal Your yes, Girl? Let me go he was up. flexing too hard. Now now you know, bro. <laughs> You're right, one J- breath away from the couch tonight. J- Jason's running away, so. <laughs> we got to close out the Jamali, show. Jamal, you got any final thoughts? <laughs> Good luck to you, Jason. Stay I'm safe. Fine. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you saw him get out, right? You saw him get out, right? Yo, it's too late. He's got to behave himself. You saw him get out. And yo, she put her hands on her hips when she said it too. She was serious. Yeah. She was serious. <laughs> you know your role, boy. Assume your position. You should wear kilts from now on. Yo, we got to have Christina on over more often while we record. Christina makes him... Uh, Oh yeah, he was well tamed, well behaved. We yeah. should have him there last week when he was getting rowdy. You know what I'm saying, man? Like Christina's got to be here more often, man. She's a good influence on. I him. wonder if she heard the episode from last. Christina's week. a great influence on Jason. Yeah, I love it. Definitely, I love it. But it was a great episode. This was a great episode, man. Hey, some good conversation. Until next week, love is love. Show love to each other. That's right, y'all. Thank you guys for listening. As always, you know where you can find us. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We're all on there. Just search Don't Be Mad Podcast and you will find us. And you know what? Like he said, man, love is love. Take care of yourselves. Watch that mental health and we'll see you guys next week. Peace out.